So what does that have to do with me? I was having a wonderful vacation in the south of France. We've traced one of the major operations to the home of a dear old friend of yours, Lady Lillian Chamberlain. I don't believe... We want to get somebody in there and check out what's going on, but it can't be you. You're too close to Lady Chamberlain and the household. No one should suspect anything. Who else can do the job? I think you'll be impressed. Name's Cody Abilene. Hello and welcome to Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. My name is Eric. Sitting across from me is Arwen. We are the family-friendly podcast that talks about rated R movies. And more. And more. Uh, if you like us, come to our Facebook. We are Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. We're also on Twitter. We are at Funtime Movies 1. That is Funtime Movies and the number one. You can listen to us on all the platforms in the world, including Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and more. Now let's get to the show. And we're back. Great. So, uh, will we get Mulan for $30 when it comes out on streaming? You know, I've thought about this. And in a way, it's cheaper than going to the theater still. Not in a way, in every way. Well, yeah. I mean, if if you're only buying tickets, yeah, it's c- comparable. I can make my own popcorn and it's gooder. Uh, yes. It's much gooder. That's what I'm saying. You, the, the theater is the actual place that, you know, breaks you over the coals. Yeah. Because popcorn. But that's how they pay for their employees. Yeah, And other things. So I get that. And so once in a while, I'm okay with that. So I think I'm all right with paying $30 for it. But I kind of feel like I want a digital copy afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Well, it'll go on Disney Plus. That's true. Within the year. Yes. Um, so there, there's that. But people, people on uh, on the uh, Disney Plus subreddit mm-hmm. are all complaining. They're like, "What did I pay all this money for just to get Mulan? Uh, uh, to pay for Mulan?" And I'm like, "Shut up! This is a different kind of thing." And then one guy was like, "Microtransactions is going to ruin the world. It already has. It already has. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people people are going to pay." To watch Milan. Yes. It looks like a fun, good movie. In in before twenty twenty came around, we would have gone to the theater to see this movie. Yeah. It looks yeah. really good. Yeah, it was it's the first one that I've seen the first trailer that I've seen of a remake of a movie mm-hmm. of, a, of a, a Disney animated movie that I actually wanted to see. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to see Jungle Book. I didn't want to even see Dumbo. I definitely didn't want to see Aladdin. I've seen Dumbo and Aladdin. They're good. Yeah. Ish. Uh, I like I liked Dumbo actually. Um my my thing about the complainers is that if you want quality filmmaking to continue, yeah. You might have to pay a $30 digital fee to see that movie. Yeah, and uh August 28th, as long as I'm not working that day, um, we're going to watch Bill and Ted. Yeah. I mean, it's coming to video on demand. We're just going to watch it, whether it's through Amazon, Vudu, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find it and I'm going to watch it because I've been waiting for this movie for 12, 20 years, yeah. I think. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, Alex Winter has teased this movie 
and now it's finally made. Mm-hmm. So yeah, here it's we just go. not fair. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm not sure how this is working, but. Do you get to watch the movie within a 24-hour period? I'm sure it's like a rental. Like a rental. So if yeah. you get to watch it three times in a row, your your children will be happy. You can go, oh, here, go watch Mulan while we go do something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and to me, that's that makes it worth it more than going to the theater to pay $30 to I'd see it. I'd say so. So anyway, that's our rant for the day, I guess. I'm just curious as to what people think out there. Um, drop us a line at Facebook. Tell us what you think about that. I might even post something later today. Okay. So, anyway. This week's movie is another one of those movies. It's a very Eric movie. Yeah. So, back in the 80s and early 90s when I was a young lad... <laughs> I stumbled across something called Cinemax. Skinemax? Well, <laughs> it, it, it had a tarnished reputation. There's reasons. And I would watch movies like Confessions of a Teenage Pop Star. Never even heard of that. Confessions of a Teenage Window Washer. These all sound like terrible, terrible movies. You gotta see. I, I found one on YouTube. You're just gonna have to watch it. It's hilarious. Uh confessions of a private eye oh god they're all the same are they like red shoe diary it's the same guy and Uh he just does different jobs and then sex happens of course but in confessions of a private eye john pertwee's in that weird yeah very weird mr doctor who yeah uh so i thought that was funny um but we they'd also have all these movies like from from Playboy, softcore porn movies, mm-hmm. uh, other movies like that. Foreign films that were too hot to handle. Even and though they, they're probably tame. And, and, and yeah, they're not, it's not pornography in my imagination. It's mm-hmm. just not. But what it is, it's a lot of boobs. Mm-hmm. And sometimes other stuff. Yeah. But that other stuff never really mattered. Um, it was the first time I saw Young Lady Chatterley, a classic movie, and it was called, I think it was called Friday Night After Dark or something like that. Okay. And uh, I would wait till my mom went to bed, and she went to bed around 11-ish, mm-hmm. I'd sneak back downstairs, and I'd watch these movies at, on Friday. One day, I came across a movie called... Malibu Express. And it changed the way I viewed movies forever. That's interesting. And I'm not even kidding. Really? I watched this movie. I didn't know what it was about. Stuff happened Mm -hmm. in very short segments. And then it all wrapped up at the end and everybody was happy. (laughs) And from that moment on, I was like, B-movies are my favorite movies. (laughs) Because they don't give a crap and there's no rules. That's very true. Um, they it's throw, why, they it's throw why, a lot out the window. Yeah. It's why I love B-movies is because of movies like Malibu Express, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, Every Ed Wood movie. Killer Clowns from <laughs> Outer Space. These movies are real live classics. So anyway, 
this week, we're going to discuss Malibu Express. Um, from the year 1985, it is rated R. One hour and 45 minutes long. Directed by Andy Sedaris. Starring Darby Hinton, Sybil Danning, Art Matrano, and Shelley Taylor Morgan. And this Sedaris is not related to Amy Sedaris, right? No. Okay. Well, her brother... No, a lot of people don't know her who her brother is, but her brother is very funny. So yeah, he's it's a not... famous author. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this isn't him. Yeah, no, but I'm making that distinction. It is okay. not Amy Sedaris's brother. <laughs> no. Um, but Andy Sedaris here, he is an Emmy Award winning producer. He revolutionized how sports is filmed. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever there was a big move done like a long pass or a slam dunk or something like that he would go into crowd shots Mm. however he wouldn't just find the crowd shots because he's scoping the crowds the whole time he's finding the women with the biggest boobs oh yeah he won an emmy for this he won an emmy for this wow women jumping up and down (laughs) that's gold baby well it does bring in ratings yeah um (laughs) Also, Sybil Danning's in this movie. You might know her from Amazon Women on the Moon or the very famous Howling 2, Your Sister is a Werewolf. <laughs> you showed me the something reviewing that yesterday, yeah. and I was like, that movie looks so bad. It, it's terrible, <laughs> but Christopher Lee's in it. I know, and it, that that just blows my mind. So, anyway, the opening credits of this movie... Confuse me to this day. It's a busty woman Mm -hmm. walking into a dark room, sitting in a chair in front of the most 80s computer you can think of. When you said 1985, I was like, this was 1985. Oh, yeah. On a plate. And and she just starts typing. So she had the longest, fakest nails. Oh, yeah. She had those press-ons, man. I type every day of my life and if my nails get too long they catch underneath of the keys i don't see how she was able to type with she is just that good yeah um but anyway she's typing along credits are rolling and then we see our protagonist mr cody abilene very hard cut yeah everything's hard cut. yeah that was something (laughs) things just get cut uh and they're like why why did they just show a topless lady massaging some dude and and they don't come back to him for like a minute or so uh-huh. like maybe that was a mistake yeah but anyway mr cody abilene shows up in his orange delorean yeah i've never seen an orange delorean i haven't either this orange delorean is in a good one fourth of this movie uh-huh until he it, it isn't yes so i'm assuming he just had budget for that one little <laughs> stint with a he probably filmed it for one day and then was like okay they can have their delorean uh-huh. back <laughs> it's probably expensive to insure that yeah and we see mr cody abilene going into a firing range he doesn't say any words no he goes in there he's got this uh cow looking briefcase yeah it's like you know, a velvet lined he opens it up yeah it's all felt in there uh-huh. and it's this 44 magnum with uh bullets that are on a clip yeah that he could just put in there push a button and they're all loaded um a pair of 
goggles, and uh, I think that's it. I think that's it, yeah. So he opens it up, and they're like, the, the guy goes, okay, Cody, do you want it to be uh, moving or moving targets or uh, stationary? He goes, moving. Mm-hmm. And he proceeds to miss every single shot. It is so funny, though, because they they go back and forth between the bad shooting and the instructor yeah. guy. And he just looks so annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then the last one, he shoots out the light. Yeah. Yeah. And so the light is just, like, dangling and sparking. Uh-huh. And then he, he's like, I'll see you next week. And yeah. I was like, what? As he slowly, <laughs> as he slowly puts away everything back into their spot. Uh-huh. In his case, he closes the case. He goes, see you next week. And he's like, I can't wait. <laughs> and he just drives away. Then we find out he has a tape recorder. <laughs> he goes, hey, I just bought this tape recorder. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to start taking notes this way. <sighs> and so he starts talking and he goes home to his boat. It's a yacht and it's called the Malibu Express. Mm-hmm. Oh, we find out through his talking to his recorder that Cody is a private investigator. Yeah, he's a he's a PI. He looks like if Tom Selleck had a baby with an uglier Tom Selleck. A blonde one. Yeah. Yeah. So He's Cody's not necessarily a bad looking man. He's kind of odd looking though. <laughs> there's just there's something off. Yeah. He looks like one of the village people. Well, there's a little bit of that too, but you know, that that doesn't mean he's unattractive. It's just there's just something weird about this guy. Yeah. Wait, first he has to go to the race. The race yeah. And he meets up with Rodney, the photographer. Now, Rodney, don't get me wrong, is a hot woman. Yes. Named Rodney. Yes. And she's taking pictures of uh, her partner, mm-hmm. basically. It's uh, Miss June. And she is racing her car. Yes. And she gets out of the car and she's like, hey, Cody, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, it's just fine. She goes, come watch me undress. <laughs> that's not exactly what she said, but that's what happened. They just leave and he's sitting down on, you know, one of the benches in the uh, changing room and she's changing her clothes and she's got big, gigantic boobs. Mm-hmm. And uh, she goes, what do you think of these? And he goes, oh, they're pretty good. You know, and her name, her last name is Knockers. Yes. With so an her H. name with an H. June Knockers. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite names in all movies. And I was like, maybe, maybe this is kind of like a, uh, a James Bond thing. Every woman has a dirty name. I don't think they did, though. They didn't. Yeah. Um, did they have sex here? They didn't show them having sex, but I'm me, assuming sex might have happened because it cuts away to him getting back in the DeLorean. Oh, no, no. Uh, there's a there's a butt shot here. No, later. Yeah, he's getting in his car driving away and both the girls, they're shot from behind. <gasps> That's what it was. Yeah, okay. okay. Sorry. It's a very famous scene in this movie. Uh-huh. So, yeah, now he's going home to his boat. It's the Malibu Express. He's talking to the chairman of the yacht club. Yeah, they're not very happy about his new installation. No, it's like a standee of a caboose, and it says Malibu Express on it. It's got a door on it so it can go, you know, he can open it up and go Mm -hmm. to his boat. His security system. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he's like, he's like, well, you know, my daddy who, you know, bought this yacht club. I mean, he just wants to... uh, 
make sure that we honor my mother, you know, God rest her soul. We find out that his mother got hit by a train. And so, like, they're honoring her with a caboose. Yeah, that's just <laughs> not right. We <laughs> makes no sense. He mentions his father a lot through this movie. We never see him. No, and he doesn't even say he doesn't even say father or daddy. He calls him dad. He calls him Diddy. Oh, what? He calls him Diddy. Really? Because my Diddy won't like that. Oh, I yeah. get it. I get it. Okay. And, and every time he said Diddy, I was like, oh. That just don't sound right. I think I think my brain auto-corrected. Yeah, I probably did. <laughs> he's he's supposed to be from Texas, so he yeah. he goes in and out of, you know, Texas phrasing. Right. So he uh takes a shower. You get you get to see Cody Butt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gets out of the shower. There's just two chicks sitting in his house and he's like, Hey, uh, how'd you get past my security? And they're like, Oh, we have our ways. Oh, it's just terrible. It's then just like, terrible acting. Then they're like, hey, the water doesn't work in our boat yet. Can we use your shower? And he's like, why, sure. Yeah. And one of them, the, they're, ones, they're called Faye and May. One of them is like one of the hottest chicks on the planet at that time. That okay. brunette. Oh, okay. I loved her. And then <laughs> the other one was mm, there. Yeah. So they take a shower. He comes into the thing and he looks at the camera and gives uh, them the, uh, like, he like looks a towel. Like, directly at us. Yeah. And he kind of smirks and uh-huh. he gives them a towel. He goes, here's your towel. But he doesn't look at them. No, not yeah, at all. It's really funny. He's trying to be gentlemanly, it yeah. seems. And, uh, and then we get a hard cut to Sybil Danning. <laughs> Such a hard cut. And she comes in and she's, she's talking to the guy from the yacht club. Yeah. And he's and here's where we get our plot question mark. Yeah. Yeah. So Russians are trying to steal our computers. Yeah. He says something like they're five years behind. Yeah, they're five. They're five years behind us in technology. But they're still hacking us. (laughs) They're trying to buy our computers and we're not letting them. They tried to buy this bank so they can take all the computers, you know, that kind of thing. Hey, this could have happened. <laughs> and Sybil Danning said, look at my boobs. No, she didn't say no. that. But she says, yeah, better. I know somebody, Miss uh, Lady Chamberlain or whatever. Chamberlain. Chamberlain. Ch- yeah. Chamberlain. Yeah. Chamberlain. Stop saying lane. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm saying what you're saying. I'm this saying. is not an Osage situation. <laughs> oh, Osage. Oh, Sage. Um, no one else but Mackenzie's yeah. going to get that. <laughs> and, and and so she's like, I know this person. Do you know anybody that can help investigate? He goes, oh, I got a guy. And then uh, then the, the Cody's, we cut back to Cody. Cody's about ready to uh, do sex on these two girls. And then he gets his beeper call. They, they, they oh, use yeah. their beeper. Yeah. He's like, oh, I got to go to work, girls. And uh-huh. they're like, oh, man, I really wanted Cody's wiener in me. So we got got rid of those two girls. <laughs> Won't see them again. So then he goes to Luciana. Yes, he goes to Sybil Danning. She, her, her name is Luciana. I can't. I don't even know. <laughs> it was hard enough remembering Luciana. <laughs> and she opens the door and she's wearing this robe. Yep. 
And so he's like, I bought you a dress. I bought you a present. Yeah. But her her robe is like a loose term to me. Oh, yeah. It's, it's very loose. There's like a diamond shape almost the way. I, I don't know how she got her robe to lay like that unless it's taped down. It, it was probably Had to down. be. Um, but yeah, she is almost exposed at this point uh-huh. and so he's like i bought you this present she goes oh let me go try it on she goes and tries it on it's no better than the robe she could have just worn the robe i know they go out to dinner they have a couple drinks they go back to her place they have sex yes he needs water Mm-hmm. what happens after that uh then uh it, it hard cuts he leaves and then he runs into the Hick family. Yes. So these guys, I can't remember their name. I wanted to call them the Bumpuses the whole time. I think they might have been called the Bufords. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And they're just these Beverly Hillbillies in the middle of Malibu. And they're like, his dad was a stock car racer. So he beat the other guy. The, the Buford. The, yeah. yeah. And... And they, they just always want to race Cody and just show off. Yeah. So they're my, tr- my son will beat your son. My daddy won't beat your daddy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so he he plays along with it. Yeah. They're, it's like this one big fat dude, this woman that looks like Mimi from freaking Drew Carey yes, show. Yes, except better makeup. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and this big old Jethro looking dope. Uh-huh. And so they race... And Cody loses the race. The first time ever. Yeah, and Cody's like, what the heck just happened? He's in his DeLorean, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. So they, they cut back to the family after he had won the race, and they're like, how'd you win that race, boy? He goes, he pulls out this jar of this smoking fuel. It's like he goes, bubbling. Yeah, he's like, I put this in the gas tank. And he goes, won't that hurt the engine? He goes, sure will. <laughs> and then the engine blows. <laughs> And then the engine blows up. So, so what the heck? He just destroyed a car so he could prove that he could beat yes! Cody. That's it. It's insanity. Also, if it's bubbling, you probably shouldn't hold it in your hand. <laughs> exactly. Um. So he goes to... Oh, this is the end of the DeLorean, by the way. Yes. Don't see the DeLorean the he, rest of the movie. He parks it. He parks it at a mechanic and he says... He says, hey, how's my dad's olds coming on? You know, and he's like, well, we, we, we modified it pretty good. It'll be ready in a couple days. He goes, good. I might need that. By the way, my DeLorean just got beat by a four banger. You better find out why. <laughs> They're like, no problem, Cody. <laughs> now, this is all shot in, it's all in Malibu or, or California, somewhere mm-hmm, in California. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got this hick southern accent. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Except for Luciana, Maid Marion, which I can't really quite hear her accent at all anyway. She talked like an idiot. Well, yeah. And uh, and Lady Chamberlain. You're doing it on purpose now, aren't you? <laughs> so, he goes to the, the Chamberlain house. Mm-hmm. Oh, I put down R.I.P. DeLorean. <laughs> So in, in this big old Ford, I think, I think he was hired by Luciana to to find out what's find going out. on with the hackers. Yes, but how did that? 
I, I somebody in something. the Chamberlain household had information or might be spied upon because they own computers, maybe. Okay. Or they invest in computers. So, so was it discussed or? He just is hired by Lady Chamberlain for a few days for no reason. Or he's just staying there. Yes. All of that. All of that happened. Uh-huh. That's why B-movies <laughs> are my favorite movies. <laughs> you don't need to know why. You just need to see the boobs. I don't need to see the boobs. You do. What is funny, though, is that every boob that I see, I compare it to my own boob. Of course you do. I- I'm looking for my my boob twin. <laughs> Okay. I know that's weird, but it's something I do. So, Lady Chamberlain is in a cast in a wheelchair. Yes, she broke, she broke her, her ankle or something like that. Skiing? I think that's what they said the excuse was. Um, she meets... Uh, he, he She talks about her niece and her niece's husband living there. And I think Liza's her daughter, maybe? Yeah, maybe. But there's there's two other women and a husband. Yes. But not there's her husband. Stuart, there's yeah. uh Anita. Anita, Liza. And then Shane and then is Shane. the driver. Yeah, Shane is like this butler driver guy. Yeah. And then there's Maid Marion. Maid Marion. She's much prettier to look at than to listen to. Absolutely, and she's not that pretty. Um Is that why maybe she's got all that hair? Probably some of her face maybe i don't yeah. know so he talks to people we see shane and uh anita anita cool. they they're together he calls uh stewart uh gay so stewart might may or may not be gay we don't yeah. know yet and uh, then cody meets up with his cop friend at the gym and goes to the gym where he just sits on a stationary bike and just drinks beer and watches girls. Sounds like, you know, entertainment. I'd be entertained. Um, we, we get a hard cut. Oh my gosh. There's Liza in the shower and then Shane gets in the shower with her and she starts to fight him. And then she's like, oh, well, since you're here, yeah. and then they just have sex. Yeah, he, he like puts his hand up on her jaw you know and is forcing her to kiss him and i'm like dude that's rape yeah you know that's that's that is not cool yeah and (laughs) and uh a camera is going off flashing i think just once yeah yeah while they're doing the sex Uh uh-huh and uh and then he she they they finish and he goes over to the camera and says hey thanks baby yeah and she goes you jerk well in layman's terms shane you creep no she called him an sob yeah um but you know the this is the thing that gets me about these these movies you get full frontal of women yeah you might get a man's butt you never see a penis and is that because there was a code or something? I'm sure. You don't want to get the X rating. You don't want to get the NC-17. So it's okay to see at a full amount of a woman's body. You don't see her. Well, you don't see her spread herself. But yeah. I mean, I mean, you get to see all that. But as soon as you throw in a penis, it's like. It's the age old discussion, honey. We can discuss this some other time. <laughs> so 
he goes Shane goes to Anita and then he's having sex with Anita now. Yeah, and then he pulls out a, a, a remote. remote. And I didn't realize that this was at a different place. Yeah, this is at the beach house. Yeah, we find that out much later. And he's videotaping him having sex with her. Uh-huh. After they're done, he kind of switched his tapes in the VCR and he goes, hey, look at this, baby. And it's them having sex. And she goes, what are you doing? And he goes, well, I need money. And she's like, what? So this is the subplot that is the biggest part of the movie. Yes. It shouldn't be the biggest part of the movie. No. It should be Russian hackers. Exactly. Instead, it's Shane needs money because uh-huh. he's a criminal. Well, he owes he owes somebody else money. Yeah. He's a terrible blackmailer. Yes, he is. He's like, I got pictures. Give me money. And they're like, no. And he goes, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. They're like, they're like, hey, I got them pictures of you, you know, doing sex with me. Uh-huh. And they're like, so? I don't care. Yeah. It's like, I'm really <laughs> mad at you. How could you? No, I'm not giving you money. And he's like, all right. <laughs> bye. So anyway. So this is the first person we see him attempt to blackmail. Yes. We're assuming that he's attempting to blackmail Liza as well. Yes. Because of the, picture. of the pictures. Um, So then we go back to Cody and Liza's like, hey, I need a ride. And he's like, what about Shane? She goes, oh, I, I don't think he'll give me a ride right now. Thank you. Yeah, it's really weird. Uh, one One mention. When we were at the gym, we yeah. saw a couple of bodybuilders. Oh, yeah. We saw Mark and Luke. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the only reason I mention that is because when we go to this next scene. Yeah, they're there. We end up seeing them again. Yeah. Mark and Luke are these two gigantic muscle steroid abusing meatheads. Uh, Luke is this black dude that I just like when I first saw this movie, I go, I, I should start lifting weights and I can look like Luke. <laughs> He's the only uh, person of color in this movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he seems to be actually, out of out of the three bad characters that we end up getting, mm-hmm. he's the best out of all of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, it's like it's like Andy Sidaris was like, we should have muscle guys and uh-huh. we should have boobs and we should have a gun. Yeah. Lots of guns. And uh, Russian hackers, blah, 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 blackmail. Yeah. Um, let me watch a couple soap operas and <laughs> I will get ideas. I'm so making he- him sound like an idiot. I've seen a video of his, uh, of an interview of him talking about Malibu Express. He, he, he's so in the know that it's not a good movie. Mm-hmm. He knows it. He knows exactly what he was doing when he was making this movie. Mm-hmm. And he, it made him rich. He doesn't care. It's all about the boobs. It's all it about is. the female form. Um. So, so he ends up driving Liza somewhere. Yeah, he's driving Liza to this uh, Silicon Valley style mansion tech warehouse place, uh, run by this dude named Jonathan. Yes, who looks like if Shooter McGavin had an ugly brother, <laughs> and he does. Uh huh. And he he just. I thought he looked like Discount Pierce Brosnan. Maybe. <laughs> but they start talking. He goes, hey, do you have the investment money? And she pulls out this big old wad of cash and gives it to her. Yeah. 
And then they're talking about nothing, really. There's just words being said and no coherence. The, the, and then the, the muscle guys come in, come in and they like start. They start sexually assaulting exactly. Liza. Exactly. And Cody's like, hey, you guys better stop and, that. And they don't listen to him. No. But Jonathan says, hey, she's an investor. And I was like, oh, that changes everything. Yeah. She's now a human being. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so Cody's leaving. He's asked to leave. Yes. Because she's going to stay. She's got business to talk about. Yes. And so Jonathan tells Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Yes. To... Make sure that Cody gets off the premises. Mm -hmm. Cody's leaving. Yeah. They don't have to chase him out. Well, I don't think it was about chasing him out. I think it was about getting him off the scent. Yeah. Um, So they make him pull over. Yeah. And we hadn't seen Matthew until this. Matthew is not a bodybuilder. No, he's just this fat old wise guy looking guy. Yes. And what was his name? Art Matrano. We could probably look him up and see that he was in stuff like Goodfellas. And he probably Scorsese was in a bunch movies. of wise guy stuff. Yeah, because he's just, that's his role. Yeah. He's probably from Jersey. Yeah. So they they pull him over, make him pull over. And then they're like, they come out of the car and he's like, oh man. And he takes his sleeves off of his coat. Yes. They just fall <laughs> off of his coat. It was so I noticed and that too. He suddenly looks like he's in a in a in a karate yeah. gi. Yeah. And they're like, We're gonna mess you up pretty good, boy. Yeah, it's like all he did was drive this woman yeah. here. He did nothing to garner this no. kind of uh violence. Uh uh-uh. uh. And so Cody takes his shirt off or jacket, whatever that he, he gets that. in a couple good jabs. And well, he says, uh, my body is a living weapon. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah. And they start flexing and taking off their shirts. And except so for Matthew. Yeah, except for Matthew. <laughs> so he kicks the black dude, uh, Luke, in the face. Luke goes down hard on the car and then he kicks uh, uh, Mark in the balls. And Mark goes down hard and he punches Matthew in the stomach. But nothing happened. Yeah, it hurt his hand. Yeah. Matthew opens up his shirt, or his jacket, and... Uh, he's got a giant he's weapon. He's got this big old gun. Yeah. <laughs> so they make... They, they, they get in a few shots on Cody, um, and then... They just they destroy his car. To, they threaten to shoot his penis off. Yeah. And, and then they shoot up his car, which was his loner, by the way. Uh-huh. The mechanic... We'll need to get that back. And they tell him to just walk away. Like in the desert, just yeah. walk away. So he does. And they're like, all right, guys, we took care of this guy. We'll never see him again. Let's get in our car and go blow Well, they each weren't other. told to kill him. They were just told to rough him up. Yeah. But uh, he, he walks a distance and he finds a lovely woman. Yes. He walks up to this junk lot, basically. Mm-hmm. And... uh some some junk lots like around here in uh, in where we live, uh, they fix up cars and then they sell them for real cheap prices. So he walks up to this woman and he goes, "Hey, I need something that's fast." She goes, "Fastest thing on this lot is me." And then she opens up her shirt, showing her boobs. Mm-hmm. So Cody got raped <laughs> and got a car out of it. In fact, later on, he said, 
I've been beaten up, shot at, and raped all in the same day. Yeah. So, there's that whole thing. Um. In this instance, though, I don't think, I don't think rape would have been an appropriate right. term. He seems so, pretty willing about Cody's, everything. Cody's going somewhere, but they do a hard cut to a woman topless giving a guy a massage. Then they cut back to Cody for a second. No, then they cut back to Shane, and, and we find out that Shane's talking to this guy, and we don't see who's on the other line mm-hmm. except for another minute, and then it cuts back to there's a guy on the phone getting massaged by a topless woman, and you're like, okay, now things are coming together. Yeah. And and we find out that Shane owes $30,000. Yes. And I think there's a dinner party going on at the same time. No, not yet. Okay. Dinner party is the next day. No. Then we cut to Stuart. He's going out. <laughs> and and uh, Cody's going to follow Stuart. Yes. Uh, because Cody's following everybody. Yeah, he's investigating. He's doing his job this one time. <laughs> I don't think he does his job... The rest of the movie, really. He spies on Stewart's area and some other people, like, but not much. No. Yeah. He. Yeah. I mean, there's a scene where Anita and Shane have an argument and we find out that he owes money. Yes. That's probably in this same area, oh. in this same time. And then Anita goes and leaves behind a hedge and Cody's just happens to be behind the same hedge, but she doesn't see him. So, that was weird. Yeah, it's very odd. So, anyway, Stuart, he's, they're, they're driving him to, oh my gosh, the Cockatoo Club. The Screaming Cockatoo. The Screaming Cockatoo. Yeah. And when Cody's talking into his recorder, he's like, I'm, I'm, Stuart just got dropped off at a place called the Screaming Cockatoo. This ought to be interesting. <laughs> Then out comes Stuart, and he's in complete drag. Yeah. And he looks better oh, as a woman than he does as a man. Yeah. Well, he's balding. Yeah. That that kind of detracts sometimes. Some guys look good, though. It's weird. So, Stuart is a drag queen. Yes. And possibly gay. Um, well, there was an implication, I think, earlier that Stuart may have... Yeah done stuff with shane too he's having he's having dinner with this other dude who's wearing a veil over his face but he takes it off to have his drink Mm -hmm. which made you laugh harder than anything else in the whole movie (laughs) he had a giant beard yeah (laughs) there was one time i was at a mall in akron ohio and i saw this guy he was clearly a man because he had a giant beard Uh but he was carrying a purse and he had a very nice dress on and he was in high heels. But he was walking like a man and he looked like he was on a business trip. Interesting. It was so weird. I'd never seen a person in drag before mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this. Yeah. And here it was, this dude that he doesn't shave anything. He's just this hairy monkey guy. Yeah. So it was just weird. Yeah, well, one of the... We watch Eurovision every now and then, and that one singer... Yeah. Uh, Conchita, whatever. Yeah, I can't remember the name, but they don't shave their beard. No. 
Okay, so uh, Stuart's talking to this guy and says, hey, you know, don't forget the the party tomorrow. Yes. Then we hard cut to that party. Yes. Maid Marion is giving out whore du avours. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> She's handing out hors d'oeuvres. Um, and people are like, oh, my God, Maid Marion, look at her hair. She must she must go to a terrible hairdresser. No, and then we get the worst joke. Liza tells this joke about Maid Marian. Yeah. Do you remember what it is? No. It's to the effect of she was raped by two homosexuals. One held her down. One did her hair. Yeah. And I was like, that's not funny. <laughs> um, Shane confronts Stuart and says, hey, I got these pictures of us. Give me $30,000. Well, he calls him and pretends he's yeah. Frederick. Yeah, but then he confronts him face to face. Yeah, but it was funny because Stuart was like, no. Yeah, he's like, I'm not giving you the money. He goes, okay. <laughs> and just hangs up. <laughs> and then he confronts him later. Yeah. But uh, the the boss, mob boss guy comes and like attacks Shane and gives mm-hmm. his face a little scratch. Yeah. He goes, not the face, man. Not the face. It's my moneymaker, man. It's my moneymaker. <laughs> And and so Shane washes up and goes back to the party. Well, no, he uh, he turns on uh, the TV. That's later. Is it? He later? goes to the party and tries to confront people in person. Oh, see, I kind of skipped in my notes. Yeah, cause... that that part doesn't that that part happens, but like because Maid Marian's like listening to him, she yes. comes over and she goes, "Hmm, <laughs> hmm." God, she's such here's a where you Here's actor. where you find out that Maid Marian is working for Jonathan. Yes. And so she's like calling and saying, giving them notes, basically. She's tattling. Yeah. So Shane, well, we see Luciana and Cody go upstairs together. Mm-hmm. And we see Shane go back to his room in the guest room yeah. house room. Mm-hmm. Probably guest quarters <laughs> or, you know, the staff quarters. And he turns on his TV, and there's Regis Philbin. I know. It's like, oh, he just died. The recently departed <laughs> Regis Philbin. And his wife, Joy. Yeah, and they're talking about love. Yeah. And how love is so great. Well, and the world relies on love. Yeah. And and I'm thinking, does Regis know he's in this movie? Because <laughs> if he doesn't. That was bad. That's funny. Yeah. And so then he he turns off that off and he turns on the sex tape. Yep. So he starts playing one of his greatest hits. <laughs> and and then somebody comes up behind him and, and stabs him. Yeah. And then he like kind of gets up uh-huh. and then she shoots him three times in the chest. Yeah. We can tell it's a woman. Yeah. Um, They're disguised. I thought it looked then- like Liza. Then he puts his head next to the television while Regis is playing. Yes. Because she, she, she took turned, the tape yeah. out, I think, first. Yeah, she took out the tape and she jimmied open the thing. Uh-huh. And, and took a camera. So his head is like right next to the screen. And then she shoots him in the head. Yeah. Then he gets up, stands up, holding the television. Yeah. Does a little dance with the TV. Falls and then hard cut. out yeah. of, the, of, of his door. Yeah. And then we see Cody splashing into the water because Cody loves their pool and he has different colored Speedos every single time he's in that pool. Of course he does. And he does this rude thing where he like gets extra wet, comes out of the pool and just drips over whoever he's talking to. That's funny. I hate that. (laughs) 
it, it's more annoying <laughs> just watching that than anything else. That's funny. I didn't even notice that. Uh, one one thing is Shane took a picture of the killer. Yes. Yeah, Shane got a picture, and for some reason, that person didn't care. Well, no, they took the wrong camera. Oh. There was more than one camera in their drawer. So. My thing is, is that he opened that drawer to get the camera, closed the drawer. Yeah. Then the killer jimmies the drawer open, because it looks like it's supposed to be a locked drawer. It is. There's no way that drawer was locked. No, he didn't have time to pull out his keys and lock it. They could have just used the knife. Yes. So, <laughs> Cody, they, they find the body. Yes. They're like, oh, man, Shane's dead. Yeah. Who could have done this? And then he tells Luciana to, to go ahead and go home. Yep. To not get involved. And I was like, you know police procedure. Right, right. He breaks all the laws here. Yeah. He goes in, touches everything. All of it. <laughs> And opens up the drawer that's been jimmied. He sees that there's still film in the camera. He takes the film out of the camera. He goes, I think I better hide this. He hides it in his gun. Um, Maid Marion is watching him do all of this. Yes. And he's like, he's like, I, I, I better go get this developed. I know Rodney. So he calls his sex hotline. Yeah, their family's all together at this point. Here's what I don't understand. Cody doesn't know how to dial any number except for this lady, uh, Sally's Hot Lips or whatever. It's uh, Sally's Sexy Phone and Lip Service. There you go. It's a sex hotline where you can call and have a woman talk dirty to you. Or a man. Or there a man. was a man sitting yeah, there's next tons to tons of men. There's yeah. more men than women, actually. Yeah. And she's talking to Cody, asking him a bunch of lurid questions, and then she takes her top off because that's what you do at work. And and then he goes, "Hey, could you just call the police for us? I mean, we got a dead body here." And and she's just not. Yeah. Arnie and I'm like, Ford. "Why the hell would he call a sex hotline?" I, I, and he does it two other times in this multiple movie. times. Yeah. And every time she's on camera, she takes her top off or yeah. has her top off. So the cops show up and it's Beverly, who we know from earlier. Yep, from um, Jim Partner. Probably the best looking woman in this whole movie. She's very attractive. Uh, and this cop that is Mr. Cop. He's like a wrinkled, He's only there for like three seconds. Wrinkled fedora, ruffled up shirt. I mean, he's, he's just the this Columbo. cop. Yeah. And they show up to investigate. They investigate uh, that and then... They, Cody's like, they play this tape and they're like, oh, and Lady Chamberlain goes, that's the beach house. Anita, how could you have sex at the beach house? <laughs> and I'm like, well, there's a bed there. I mean, isn't this also where, uh, those, those photos show up? The cop gives later yes. Lady Chamberlain a package and it's, it's just a the bunch dirty of photos. photos of Anita. Yeah. Yeah, and she's so disappointed in Anita. Oh, Anita, how could you? That's what it was. It wasn't a tape. It was the pictures. No, they, they played the oh, tape, Oh, did they too. play a tape, That's too? That's when they say Man. at the beach house. Um, so, Cody and Beverly go to the beach house. Uh-huh. To investigate. Uh-huh. They go in there and they're like, hey, this is a nice beach house. Let's have sex. Yes. So they have sex and Cody finds the camera setup that uh, Shane had used earlier. 
And he records them. He records them doing it, and and then he shows her later, and she goes, "How long did you know?" And he goes, "Well, you know, I I'm I'm, I'm a big not dummy." You. <laughs> <laughs> Two assassins show up. Yes, they they uh they work for Jonathan. Yeah, they're they're half dressed. Yeah. And, it, and so it's funny they hear somebody come up. Cody and Beverly are half yes, dressed. Yes, half dressed. Not the not the assassins. Yeah, the assassins show up. That would up be and they're funny. Like, they're like, "Let's get my pants yeah. on." <laughs> so so we we see the assassins come into the house and we hear water running. And so they break apart and I was like, "Really?" Yeah. <sighs> you never separate. Um and so the one assassin goes towards the water and he he opens the shower curtain and they're both there drenched. Yeah, and Cody says lines from Dirty Harry. Yes. He goes, "Go ahead, punk. Make my day." Yeah. And so he can't shoot him because yeah, he he's moving. He fires and misses two shots, I <laughs> yeah. think. And, so, and then Beverly shoots him. Yeah. And then she looks at him really annoyed, like, really? Really? Make my day? Yeah. He goes, what? Yeah. Cody, see, Cody's uh, one of those affluent type people who never really had to learn anything. Oh, yeah. Never had to do anything because his diddy's rich. Uh-huh. <laughs> and... And so, so he just didn't have to, he's doing this just for kicks and giggles, you know? Yeah. It's just, yeah. oh, this is so much fun. I'm going to be a PI. Maybe I'll have sex with one of them. Yeah. We never see him make money. No. Nobody's paying him. So anyway, they go outside and they're like, hey, remember there's one more out there. And Beverly's like, oh, thank you. My, my woman brain couldn't figure that out. And so... She goes to shoot him. Cody stands in front of her and goes, yeah. I got this. And he shoots like three more times. He hits the sail on a, uh, on a, on a sailboard. Uh-huh. Uh, but that's about it. Yeah. Oh, and, and maybe he a destroyed plant. a plant. And, and then, uh, and then Beverly shoots this guy. Yeah. And she's like, you're an idiot. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> so they, they collaborate They've called, I think, reinforcement back. Yep. And he's like, well, I, I have to go get this film well, developed. He has to call the sex hotline again. Yes. So that they can tell Rodney to uh, be waiting at the place yeah. where she develops film, which is at Raceway. So my, I'm curious, when, when Sally calls these people for him... Do you think she's doing it sexy or do you think she's actually doing it business-like? I think she's doing it total sexy. Okay. Because I don't think she has any more dimensions. Okay. She's like, who? let me take my top off. Is this Rodney? Hey, I know, Rodney. I know it's not necessary for the film. <laughs> not at my, all. My brain just was like, does she, does she actually do what she's supposed to properly? <laughs> The cops showed up. Well, they did, but Rodney's waiting for. That's for that's them. true. I mean, so, maybe Be Beverly, <laughs> Beverly and Cody show up at the raceway, um, and June's, June, driving. June's there. No, June's there. Oh, that's right. And yep. and she's about. She's like, hey, have you come to watch me practice? Who's that? Your sister? Yeah, your older sister. Your older sister. So there's like this catty weirdness going on, and. And they're like, no, we just came to develop this film. There's Rodney. Hey, Rodney. And she's like, hey, Cody. Mm -hmm. uh, and she says something to him, like, real sexy, too. And he's like, oh, you guys. And you Beverly's know? jealous. Yeah. Yeah. Because Beverly is probably his, like, girlfriend. 
but you know girlfriend not girlfriend this is before aids kind of no but it's 1985 aids doesn't exist in the malibu express universe yeah probably and or because he's not a thought he's just dipping his wick in everything yeah so except for the two ladies on the boat (laughs) no he does eventually oh well yeah so so they're they're getting the film developed june's out there racing and then uh the matthew mark and luke show up yes they're hiding behind cars and and june gets out and this guy's like these this is the you know the t man this Mm -hmm. this car is the t and she goes, what about these? And she shows her boobs. Yeah. Um, then she goes into her dressing room. She is the worst character. Like this truck dressing room. And uh, Oh, you mean my house? Yeah, your old house. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and then Cody and Beverly are coming out. And Beverly gets shot. Yes. And, and you kind of like gasped. I did. I was surprised. <laughs> so Beverly gets shot. Cody's on his own. He's got he's got his big old forty four magnum that he can't hit with anything, and he keeps shooting at him and missing. I'm like, when did he reload? No, he we saw we saw him reload. We see him oh, grabbing his we? pocket and reload. Ah, and he doesn't hit any of them. Eventually, he makes his way up to June after a motorcycle guy gets shot in the yeah, chest. Yeah, Billy. Billy gets shot right in the chest. Uh huh. Don't know if he's ever okay. And June was out driving, and so she... She's coming out of her dressing room at oh, this point. Oh, that's right. She's yeah. in her street clothes. You know, little short yeah. shorts. No, it's jeans and a, and a shirt that can't but be buttoned, but it can be tied. Mm-hmm. See, the buttons don't work, but the tie... The buttons work. It's a it's a style choice. And they're like, she. he's like, let's get in this car. And she goes, what? And he goes, we got no time. So they get in the car. He's driving. And uh, the other guys get in Harry House's... Uh, helicopter yeah they get him they 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 get harry house to drive him in a helicopter Uh uh-huh so it's helicopter versus car (laughs) Uh uh-huh this is very magnum pi in an andy sideris movie you're gonna see helicopter versus car more than once really yes sometimes you'll see bazooka versus skateboarder (laughs) yeah i you showed me that that scene um it's so dumb so they they go and they're chasing and he's like oh let's just go over there and land, um, the whole time though yeah, June's trying to just get into Cody's pants. She's like take your pants off. We're gonna do this and right now. He he goes I'm doing 180. Ah oh, that's not good enough. Yeah I mean, that's, that's not that's too nothing. fast and and he's like they're trying to kill us. And yeah she's just not she's listening. Like, she's like what do you think of these? And she pulls her boobs out again. Yeah. And he's like, gets, one, it, gets in think, the way of driving. I think Luke in the helicopter is like, he made her take her shirt off. That's disgusting. Uh huh. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And so, and so Cody rejects her. And so she like looks out the window or pops her boobs out the window or something and looks at the helicopter and is like, what, what did she say? Do you, do you guys want to go or something like that? Basically you want to do it or yeah. something, you know? And, uh, then, then uh, she sees guns, and she goes, "They have guns." Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah, you dumb blonde. <laughs> and so she's like panicking now, and she's yeah. like, "Let's go, let's go faster!" I've been trying to tell you this. 
that whole thing. And so they they land in front of the car. Yes. And there they are standing there. And then Harry House drives he away. Just, he, he just flies, flies off. off. Yeah. And he Matthew's mad. Matthew is unreasonable about how much he wants to just murder people. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's a good murderer. And did we did we see the the grenade earlier? Yeah. So we didn't mention that before. No, we didn't mention it before. Um, he was going to blow up Cody with a grenade. Yeah. Uh, at the raceway. And they're like, put that away. You don't need that. Yes. So Cody's driving at 180 miles an hour uh-huh. and hits Matthew with his car. Yes. Matthew flies off to the side of the road and explodes. Yeah. Uh, Mark and Luke had run off to the other side because they, they saw what happened. Yeah. Was like, oh, no. And so one of them. <laughs> I could act better than these people. <laughs> One of them, Marker Luke, says, I told him not to bring live grenades to a gunfight. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a line in a movie. <laughs> that's that's on permanent. Oh, it's just so bad. So let me turn the page here because I'm way off. I know this movie by heart almost. Um, Helicopter versus car. Um, so, okay, so they managed to turn the tide here. Yeah. And, and, uh, they're chasing him through the desert. Yes. And we get a lot of, uh, them running away and Cody's like going back and firing and missing. And then Cody's down to one bullet Mm -hmm. and he goes, she's like, what's the matter? And he goes, well, I've only got one bullet left and I've never hit a moving target ever. Mm -hmm. And so June like stands up, flashes, uh, Luke with her boobs mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. and she goes hey look at these and he's like oh yeah <laughs> and then uh Cody shoots him. Cody shoots him in the side yeah like in the hip area uh-huh and he goes down they take his gun and they shoot uh Mark in the knee mm-hmm. and they're like well that takes care of these two let's go <sighs> And so they leave them two in the desert. They take their gun. They take the bullets out of their guns. They don't take the guns though. No, they leave the guns and they take the bullets and throw yeah. them over. I'm like, that does not work. No. And then we never see Luke or Mark ever again. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Because oh yeah, we missed the whole boat scene. That hasn't happened yet. Well, Matthew was in that, so it had to have happened where they shoot Matthew in the ear. Oh, yeah. So, just it doesn't inter- matter. Interjection. There was a boat scene. Yeah. You know, we'd seen... Faye and yeah. May were there. Um, they wanted to have sex with Cody. Cody's like, hey, I'm being chased by assassins. But he They're doesn't like, tell him that. He says, when when I tell you, get down low on the floor. Yeah. And they think it's a sex thing. So, he shoots, <laughs> he shoots Matthew in the ear. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. And then we get to the other. Yeah. They're looking for film. Yes. That's it. Yeah, we totally missed all that. I don't know if I wrote any of that down. Which I don't know how they knew that there was a photograph. (laughs) I don't know. So we never see Luke or Mark ever again after they get shot. However, we do... We do see the Bufords again, though. See, yeah. The, The Bumpuses. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, he, right in, in between that, uh, 
Cody goes back to Beverly and is like, who would have known about us going blah, blah, blah. And it was only Lady Chamberlain. So she yeah, becomes so the main suspect. Yeah, so they decide it's Lady Chamberlain. But then somehow. They developed the film. Remember, they developed the film and they look at the picture and it's oh, obviously yeah. Liza. But we don't know it's Liza. That all happened they a go long to, time ago. They go, no. They go to the Silicon Valley uh, uh well, they place. developed the film at the yes, at the I'm raceway. aware of that. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, uh-huh. they, they go, oh. But they don't tell they us don't it's tell Liza. They don't tell us who, no. Then they go over to the Silicon Valley place because they're going to arrest Liza. Mm-hmm. You know, Jonathan's place? Yes. And well, they, Liza's there. Stuart got arrested. We didn't see that. We didn't see Stuart get arrested. They just said Stuart's arrested. Well, yeah. And we never see Stuart the rest of the movie. No. No? we uh, Do we see him at the end? No. See, this is why movies need, like, coherency. Yeah. Because you get lost. Everything gets wrapped up right here mm-hmm. for no reason. Like, the movie could have, like, pieced it together. No. They're just going to be like, boom, it's all done. They arrest Jonathan. By the way, there's like an orgy going on. At Jonathan's party. That's, yeah. yeah. And then they, they arrest, arrest Liza. Liza because of the photograph, right. which we see. And then on Cody's way to somewhere, they cut hard cut again. Where Cody has to race. He's in his dad. His, he's in he's, his Diddy's Oldsmobile. Yes. And they're like, they want to race him one more time. Yes. This time for pink slips. Yes. He's like, you know, this is my Diddy's car. My Diddy don't have a bad car. Uh Uh-huh. They're like, oh, we could beat you. And they have this souped up drag racing Uh monster of a vehicle. I don't know how they're affording this. I don't either. Because these guys look like they live in a trailer by a river. Well... They also seem like they only wait for Cody. <laughs> That's their job. Yeah. Maybe they're getting paid to do that. Cody opens up the the trunk. Out come these exhaust, you know, Pipe, pipes. pipes. It shoots a bunch of fire extinguisher gas at him. <laughs> and he takes off. He wins the race with no problem. Oh, yeah. They're like, you cheated, you cheated. Yeah, and he's like, well, I got business to attend to. <laughs> and then he calls up Sally's hot lips and says, hey, did everybody get to the boat? And she's like, yep, everybody's there. So he gets onto his boat and everybody's there except for Liza. And then they're like, may I introduce Liza? And Liza and comes lawyer. out. Yeah, Liza comes out the door. It's like, so she just got arrested. Everybody's been sitting on that boat. And then Liza showed up. Uh-huh. And he goes, let me tell you what really happened. Yes. I was on my way to Luciana's house and blah, blah, blah. But here's what happened. Luciana killed Shane. Wearing a... Wearing a, a fake Liza mask. Yes. And, and a veil over uh-huh. or stocking. Stocking. She put Cody to sleep because Cody needed water. So she put sleeping powder in his drink. Yeah. To go kill Shane. Yeah. And so she, she kills Shane and she goes, and I noticed that Liza is left-handed, so I made sure I did everything right-handed. And she mentions that she's in now in Hawaii twice. Yep. She's in Hawaii. And she and goes, she's working oh, and... for the government, so they took him out. And there's, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, there's, she's a government agent suddenly. Yes. And so she's she's sitting there. She's They show her taking a shower like in a bikini yes. for no reason. They're yeah. just like, hey, we got Sybil Danning. Can we get her wet? Uh-huh. How many times can we get Sybil Danning wet? Uh-huh. And she's like, I've got a three wet claws. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, so she tells everything, but the mask melts. Yes. He, he pops out the tape and the tape explodes like yeah. it's mission impossible. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And he's like, and that's how it happened. So Shane's dead and there's no consequences. Exactly. <laughs> and then they all drive off in the boat and I'm like, who's driving that boat? It was probably Faye. Or May. It was just silly. And that's the end of uh, Malibu Express, one of the greatest B movies of all time. I mean, oh, no, no. What happens last is oh, yeah. the woman typing. Yeah, it ends how it begins. A woman in a dark room licking her lips and typing. So the question is, is she, is she, is she the writer of the story? Or is she taking down the story for posterity? That's a good question. And I think I may have an answer. Oh. So, in the follow-up movie to this, mm-hmm. which I, I want to call it a sequel, but I don't think it's a sequel. <laughs> um, it's called Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Oh. In Donna's r- home, she has a poster of Malibu Express. Maybe somebody commissioned this movie and she was writing the script. Ooh. Or maybe he was just trying to promote Malibu Express. This is the first movie in the Triple B collection. Mm-hmm. Um, there's 12 or 14 of them. I don't know. Um, and I bought the whole dang shaboodle for 10 bucks. So. Yes, you did. So <laughs> every now and then we're going to do one more Andy Sedaris movie. We have like infinite possibilities here. Oh, boy. One of them stars Pat Morita. You know, Mr. Miyagi. Weird. One of them stars Eric Estrada. When you say star, do you mean like they're in it for three seconds? No. No? No. You're kidding. No. Oh, wow. Eric Estrada is in a movie called Guns. <laughs> it's just called Guns. <laughs> um, and we I should think, have more movies that are just one word. And I think uh, Pat Morita is in a movie called Fit to Kill. Mm. We so. should do movies. That are just like named fruits. This one's orange. <laughs> this one's red. Uh, apple. <laughs> so that's, that's. It worked for people naming their children. Yeah. That's Malibu Express in a nutshell. I've watched other people review this movie and they had a lot of fun reviewing this movie because mm-hmm. of all the absurdities. It is very absurd. And if you like boobs, this is. Yeah. If, you if don't you're... even have to listen to the movie. You can just no, watch boobs. Watch it on pause. Um. <laughs> uh, so June Knockers was in Avenging Angel, the sequel to Angel. Oh, okay. The brunette on the boat, Faye, she had done a lot of television mm-hmm. um, after this. Guy who played Cody, I don't think I've ever seen anything else he's been in. I'll have to look up his IMDb because I'm sure I have and just didn't recognize him. He kind of looks like a fatter version of himself now. That so, happens. Sybil Danning was in Amazon Women on the Moon. 
So were any of these actresses actual porn actresses or were they just softcore? They were all Playboy Playmates. Oh. He, he raided the Playboy locker room. Ah. And he did that for everything. Um, Donna, Donna Spear, I think her name is, in the, the rest of the movies. Hmm. She's in, I think, all the rest of them. Um, there's a woman named Dee Dee in the next several movies. Mm-hmm. They got her from Playboy. Huh. Um, I think he just was like, well, they've done nudity before, so uh, they'll show their boobs in this movie. Yeah, they probably wouldn't mind. The movies aren't well written, but they're structured in a way where you're going to have a good time watching them. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's a sludge fest. No. No. It's like by the end I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Hard to get to Hawaii has probably the most cohesive uh Story. Story. Because mm-hmm. everything after that is, except for the snake, the real rabid snake part, because they kept shoehorning this snake in. What the heck? <laughs> anyway. You'll have to see it. <laughs> anyway, what'd you think of the music? It sounded like 1985. It's like, I'm in love with the girl in the center of a Playboy Oh, yeah, magazine. that country song. Oh, it's awful. Every... 20 minutes they play that see i think i blocked that out a lot of banjo playing there was a yeah i didn't mind that it was weird i didn't mind the instrumental it's weird because yeah. it's in california we we also didn't mention that uh andy sedaris does do a uh a cameo oh, yeah the rv scene yeah he, he saves cody and uh june by picking him up in an uh-huh. rv june's really good at flagging down cars she's really good at using those knockers yep Good girl. This movie probably didn't make its money back. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I can't um, see this I, movie having been released in a it's, theater. It's hard to look up this movie because when I do, I, there's like almost no information. Really? Yeah. I, and I think it's because it's a hard R, softcore movie mm-hmm. that nobody like gave it the time of day. Except for, you know, jacked up nerds like me. <laughs> so... Anyway, if you like this podcast, come follow us on Facebook. We are Happy Funtime Movie Hour. Follow us on Twitter. We are at Funtime Movies 1. That is Funtime Movies and the number one. We are on all your favorite platforms for podcasting. All your favorite listening platforms. Yep, that's what I said. (laughs) You just said it a different way. And uh, go watch a movie.